everybody. This is Noelle. And I'm Jenna. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Well, see, you nailed it. Yay! We were questioning, but she did it. She did yes. it just fine. It's usually me that can't. So I needed a little, little bit of like a going. run through, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so welcome, listeners. Yes. Welcome, hello. Jenna. Hello. You guys, it's a special episode today. It is special. <gasps> Because we are celebrating our one-year podcast anniversary, More Than Murder is now one year old. One year! One year. Celebrate with us, guys. Blow your little party trumpet thingies. I was thinking about it. I was like, we need one of those, like, <laughs> those, like yeah. poppers, the really popper. big ones. Yep. We need that. We need drinks. We need all the stuff to celebrate. One whole year. Whole Can you year, believe you it? We've been doing this a year. Yeah. I can believe we it. We have not it stopped. felt like it. Every... <laughs> Friday for a year. That's right. We have not given up. Even when there's been hard times, sick times, uh-huh. there's never been one Death Friday times. that we've missed. All yeah. the times. So say congratulations to us. Yay! And how much you love us. And we'll say how much we love you because we do. We do. Thank we you for listening. We wouldn't do this without you or we wouldn't you know, be if here. it wasn't for you guys because you. no one would be listening. So Thank you. there wouldn't be a point. So <laughs> tell your friends that... Tell your, your favorite podcasters hit a year. You guys should go listen. Yeah, I mean, because a whole year there's so much to binge now. Yeah, and a lot of podcasters kind of give up at certain point. And while it's been a little slow mm-hmm. going for us, mm-hmm. we still haven't. So what do they say? Like seven episodes? It's like set. It's like a really small. Yeah, people drop off quickly. Yeah. in podcasting because it's, it's like not two to seven. An immediate money maker in this no, big business. Not. Like you really got to put work into it, and there's so many factors that go into it. So. As you all know, we are still not getting paid for doing this with you guys so no but we keep going because you have to be persistent and it will work out in the end yes that's how i want it to go <laughs> not too much longer though <laughs> no no so i'm gonna go ahead and start the story okay okay this week i planned to do a different episode which You guys wouldn't even have known if I didn't just tell you, (laughs) but that episode was just a little too relaxed and boring to be part of the Halloween month. And to be like the 100th episode, you know, like... It's 55th. The well, 55th episode. It would have... Yeah. We're a little yeah. ahead because we... Maybe for our 100th episode, we should do a double feature. That's not a bad idea. It's a celebratory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Could be as long as we want to. Just pick a damn good episode to do, and I'll pick a damn good episode to do, and we'll do a long ass fucking. We'll do like four hour fucking episode, episode, bitch. Yeah, for a (laughs) hundredth episode. That'll be sick. Yeah, it'll be awesome because we don't edit anymore. So perfect. Perfect. (laughs) If we had to edit with those long episodes now, like, do you know? Do you remember? We actually were editing when we had really long episodes, and then we stopped editing, and our episodes are now shorter. Ish, ish. I think we just haven't done like really certain ones are. Yeah, certain ones are just super long, and we especially ones with like you know twenty kills on Uh uh it. I think when we started out, we were like, all right, mainstream. Then we started getting (laughs) out of the mainstream, going a little more relaxed. Now we had to get your attention, you guys. We had to get your attention. You know, I'm I'm stepping back into those roots. I got you know next season, if you will, you yeah. know, we're planning for next, you know, few yeah. episodes coming up. I do have, have some to. 
serial killers and things like that in there. So we'll we'll go back a little bit. I know. It's going to be so hard eventually when we're on like our 300th episode and we're like, wait, did we already cover this? We have to like look through all of our episodes and be like, Um, I literally had to do that for these. Because I was like, wait, did Noelle cover this? Did I do this one already? Because you know it. You know the case. And you're like, wait. It seems, yeah. seems too familiar, like too fresh. Maybe we covered it. No, we didn't. Well, this one is hanging on my wall. That yeah. was the one I questioned. I was like, wait, did I do that one? And it's probably just because I've been there. It's there. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, I got to sit nope. down later and keep going with the schedule. Let oh, us know what you guys want, too. Yes, please. Please do. I mean, we've been... I'm planning on picking up some of my favorite type of other, you know, stories to talk about. I am an Aquarius, so I view myself as an alien. I will be doing alien episodes, you guys. Oh, Sorry, course, we will yeah. be covering encounters and abductions and all that. We just haven't gotten into it the weird is shit yet. More than murder. Yeah, we're gonna get into creepy, conspiracies. Nutty, we're gonna go. Play. Hell yeah, man! I've been so, thinking like, all right, I got some weird episodes I yeah, can do, and we, I kind of want to fucking do it. We we gotta get into it. We're not just. We are not just true crime. That's the point of more than murder. We honestly, that's what I was telling Jenna not too long ago. Sorry, this rant is really long. You Dude, guys. I got we another thing back. to add to this rant but too. But I it's was okay. just telling Jenna, I'm like, you know, we say we're more than murder, but I feel like most of our episodes are true crime. But yeah. like, yeah. I think it's a balance. I think it's actually if we went to count because I tend to gravitate towards the haunted episodes, and you tend to gravitate more yep. towards. Yep. So I wonder if we're actually pretty balanced out. <laughs> it could be. It very well. Could <laughs> it's still be. not more. Than murder, but it's at least 50-50. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and we branch out and do a little bit extra on the side, so yeah. I think it's perfect. We Let still need you guys a think. fucking windbag for a new windbag Wednesday. We so uh, we might have to create some of our own wind for Well, these. maybe we could do that. We could like, do just our own add wind. Because we've just yeah. winded for how long now, and this is not a windbag Wednesday? Well, Sorry, I know guys. That there are people who listen that have had haunted encounters at their own homes. No, I agree. I'm I agree. calling it's out just... Miss Peggy and even even Justin at the gym. He's had his <clears throat> own encounters. Yeah. So, come on, you guys. Come be windbags with I us. I mean, yeah, and there's probably a lot of people, but <laughs> do people ever write in? <laughs> mm, I know. Yeah. If you're local, yeah. we can have a chill sesh and, and hang out and do it like that, if like we you did guys... with Ray. Or if you're not local, we could just Zoom it. Yes. And, and the website, guys, if you don't want or, like, remember what our email is or whatever. Oh, my throat today. Yeah, everything is found me. on the website. Well, the website, you can fill out that submission form, and then you can email us right from there. Yeah. Like, if that's easier for you guys, reach out to us. We've gotten one. We respond. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep, there's that. There's the actual, at the very bottom of the page, we list our actual email, so you can that's either true go too. for yeah, it from if your you email. wanted to do that. We also have all of our social links up there. There's probably a Facebook couple extra messaging, that we can add, actually. Everything. But, yeah, so... If you guys just please reach out. Yep. Especially for bag or whatever. Anniversary. Start messaging us. Getting us some, you know. One year, guys. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. If you let us know if you've been here since day one. That would since be awesome. Execution rocks and rolling yeah. hills. When we first came out with everything. And we gave you guys two episodes. One yeah, we did. That's day. why our episodes are a little messed up. Yeah. And, and because of Windbag win Wednesday. Well, even I noticed that our holidays are what skew things. Oh, fuck. That, too. Yeah, because you... Because we don't label them. I just label them Halloween, Christmas, blah, blah, blah. I don't label them the episode numbers, but they count as numbers. Yes. Yeah. So when we were going through and I was doing it's the all schedule, up. you started... 
started to become like even and I was odd and then the holiday came and it switched oh again and God. then I was even and you were odd. I was like, okay, this I wonder is if this has been happening the whole time. We didn't even well, know. Well, then we have a windbag Wednesday, <laughs> which threw things off again. So I have no idea. Now it's going to be even weirder. This is fucking funny. I know. I uh, should have taken my allergy pill, guys. I'm sorry. It's okay. That happens, you know. We're people. I'll just be clearing my throat a lot today. Yeah, so we've been windbagging for almost nine minutes now, so... Oh my god, nine minutes? Yeah. All right, let's get to this three-hour episode. (laughs) We're giddy, because it's almost a year podcast anniversary. Like, just on a serious note, though, that's fucking something to be proud of. I know, it's so cool. cool. We talked about it. It's something to record on every week. It takes constant editing and constant, like, Uh researching and reaching out Yeah, and it was a weird time in both of our lives, you know, we're like, we're unemployed, like, Mm -hmm. what are we gonna do? And then it's like, all right, you know what? Yeah. Let's fucking start it. Let's just fucking do it. Yeah. Something for ourselves to be proud of. It wasn't the first time we talked about doing something like that. No, create something together, because we've been friends (sighs) for fucking ever, so we fucking did it, and it's more than murder. We love you guys, and I love you, Noah. We love more than murder, and I Oh, all right. If we weren't doing the haunted house, we should go live. But we're doing the haunted house, so we can't really go live, guys. Sorry. Maybe we could go live on a quick break or something. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Give away our costumes, though, so we'd have to be careful of how we film it. Uh, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get into this. Instead of doing the boring episode, if you forgot what I was talking about, I plan to do a boring episode. I'm not doing the boring episode anymore. Oh, that's what started this. Yes. I am okay. doing a haunted object episode to follow up Jenna's haunted object episode oh, last week. Loves it. Listeners, have you heard Beware. of a Dibbuck? I'm sorry. Hello. Are we Blue's Clues now? I can't hear you. What? <laughs> well, in Jewish lore, a Dibbuck is a very malevolent spirit who will wander until finding a living person. Living person. Living person. <laughs> what? Finding a living person to possess. The, okay. Yep, okay. The Dibbuck won't leave the host until the spirit is exercised. Now, listeners, have you heard of the Dibbuck box? If you're like us, probably. I can't hear you. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, the Dybbuk box is a wine cabinet that supposedly contains a Dybbuk. Now, I will say supposedly because of several reasons. We'll get into it more in the episode. But if you just listen to the definition of a Dybbuk, technically, the Dybbuk box is not possessed by a Dybbuk because the Dybbuk can only possess a living person. See, this is inanimate. So what I am assuming, if the story is true, that somebody trapped the Dybbuk in the box, yeah, and that's yeah, why it's yeah. not supposed to be open, it will release it. It was a, something yeah. to contain it in there, trap it, because somebody had the spirit in their home. It's like Annabelle. Yeah. They that's can't, exactly what the Warren said about Annabelle. Like yes. They, they have to possess a person, not a thing. Yeah. So the Dybbuk could still be a very malevolent spirit who is... Not possessing the box, but resides in the box Inside after being trapped. Yes. So, okay, so the story. We're just going to go ahead and get into the story. In 2001, a man named Kevin Manis found this wine cabinet at a garage sale. Apparently, the box belonged to a Holocaust survivor from Poland named Havila, who recently passed away. Okay. Her granddaughter was holding the yard sale and put the wine cabinet out for sale. Havila is 
all people in the Holocaust did had a very, very difficult life. Yeah. She lost everyone in the Holocaust, including both of her parents, her husband, daughter, two sons, and her brothers and sisters. So she literally lost everyone. She ended up fleeing to Spain with other survivors where she waited out the rest of World War II. Oh, okay. When the war was over, that's when Havila came to the United States. Yeah, as a lot of them did. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of there. Yep. Yeah, just leave. Just no way. It's, how could you stay? I know. Well, she was in Spain at that point, so, I mean, and the war was over, so I guess it's it might have been different, but... Yeah, it might have been. Anyways, according to InputMag.com, the wine cabinet, a.k.a. the Dybbuk box, was the only thing that she brought with her. Havilah's granddaughter told Kevin Manis that he was purchasing a Dybbuk box. She's like, oh, I see you're buying the Dybbuk box. And he's like, what's that? Oh, okay. So it was, okay. Uh-huh. She told him how her Grammy always kept it locked and warned him that if it was ever opened, really bad things would happen and luck would turn against the opener of said box. Why sell it at a yard sale? I know, exactly. I'd be like, I'm protecting this. This is going into my family for years and years and years and years, and and we will keep this sealed. Oh, no, I would keep it forever. Either that or I would literally, if I had an enemy so bad, I'd send it them, and I'd be like, oh, be sure to open your gift and see what I put inside. Yeah, if there's (laughs) something you really hate, and you're like, all right, I would like to possess you. I mean, I do consider myself a gray witch. You cannot have light without dark. So. You can't. You really can't. <laughs> okay. And there's some people who could use the Dybbuk. Yeah. Yeah, there is. So, anywho, I'm not evil. I promise. <laughs> well, what happens when someone tells any curious person a story like that, complete with a warning? But, of course, you open the box. Duh. You can't not. It's that old trope. Yeah. You know, you can't. Well, curiosity killing cats or some shit like that. Yeah, so. got cats coming. What? Huh? <laughs> I guess what Manus wanted to do was refurbish the box and gift it to his mother, knowing what the granddaughter had already told him. I mean, some mothers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Manus is like 35 or so now, so mom had to be in her 50s at least at this point. I'm sure she was a lovely lady, guys. It was a joke. Yeah. I think you, if you yeah. knew my life, you'd get it and you'd laugh. Yeah, we might have hinted to some of that in the previous episodes. You know, I don't go into the it, previous but yes. 54 of them, so listen to them all. <laughs> so, he does. He goes to his shop where he would restore furniture. I guess that was the business he owned. He had, like, a furniture store, and he would like, okay. refurn- refurbish furniture, yeah, yeah, yeah. restore furniture. However the hell you want to say it. Yep, and... Made look new again. Yeah, yeah. He opened the box to begin the restoration. Uh Uh-oh. This isn't going to be good for him. Here's what he found inside. The, I'm sorry, I don't know if it's Shema or Shema. I think it would be Shema. I'm not sure. The Shema prayer was Mm. carved into the back of the box on the inside. Yep, yep. It's apparently one of the most important prayers in Judaism. According to the prayer, there was a granite sculpture on which... The car uh, on which was carved the Jewish word shalom, which means goodbye or yep. peace be with you, pretty much. There were two United States wheat pennies, both dated back to before Havilah even arrived here, which was a little weird. But I guess she could have found them at any point and put them in there if she was the one who built the Dybbuk box. I don't know. Huh. One was from 1925 and the other penny was from 1928. Okay. 
He found a golden wine cup, a dried rosebud, a four-legged candlestick, and two locks of hair. I left that one for the end because anyone who practices any types of magic know about hair. And the rest of the items scream to me magic as well. That's mm-hmm. why I said... Alterish type energy, you know, and um, I'm not sure, like a little bit, but to me, it's like I said, whether it be magic to keep the Dybbuk box inside or also protect the people from the Dybbuk, I'm not sure, but it might be a oh, little bit yeah, of both. Yeah, those, of course, and those um symbols and everything she had in there were to keep that Dybbuk inside the box. So, I would love to know whose hair it was in there. That would be interesting to know whose hair. Yeah, I wonder, I mean, I don't know if she had, like, you know, darker hair or if it was someone before her who gave the box to her. Here's what I think, because we'll go over a little bit about what some people have experienced after this. I almost wonder if the person who originally had this box, I don't know if she had the box. Yeah, exactly. You You just know it came with her. Yeah. Maybe the person who created the box knew whose spirit was the Dybbuk, and they already were maybe, like, sisters or something, and maybe. were able to take that person's hair maybe. and put it in the box. That would make sense. That's how I would think of binding a spirit and to, to get, something is to yep, taking yep. something of theirs, especially their hair. Yeah, because there's a put how it else in would you get the Dybbuk into the box? Yeah, so yeah, that's sense. what I think. Let's see. Um, DNA test that shit. So, I already said it this said this in the beginning, but like I said, if we remember from the dictionary time earlier in the episode, a Dybbuk is only supposed to possess living things, so keep remembering that. I think that, like I said, somebody trapped this spirit in the box. Mm-hmm. The box itself is not possessed, so. No, that's why they say don't open it, like. Yeah, it can come out like a Pandora's type of situation, okay, y'all? Manus's mom, Ida was gifted the box by her son on Halloween. He really... On Halloween? On Halloween. Jesus Christ. He's a macabre motherfucker. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, let's break this down, shall we? Manus knew what the box was. He must yep. be a straight skeptic, because if I was in possession of a haunted box, whether I believed it or not, I would certainly not gift it to my precious mother, at least. Of course, everybody, like you said, everybody's mom's everybody. Yep. And I yep. said, then again... Maybe he hated his mom. Hey, you never fucking know, man. So, you never know. This brings me to a point that I'll talk more about at the end of the episode on why he might have been fine with just passing this box along to anybody. And we'll get to that. It's the more disappointing part of the episode. But anyway, as soon as Ida opened the box, she herself testified that she felt a cold wind coming from it and a rush of, quote, pure evil. Oh, Okay. Then, Ida had a stroke. Oh, shit. Like, after she opened the box. Like, just coincidentally, after she huh. opened this box huh. and felt that, and then all of a sudden she's stroking out. Yeah. So, just weird. I like, that's the thing. It's just all this stuff is weird. The stuff that happens after you come into contact with the divot box, divot Especially box, or opening even if you open it, it. And yeah, yeah. So, but my question is, if this is all true, here's all the holes in the story plotline I'm getting, okay? Okay. Wouldn't the Dybbuk have already been released when Manus opened the box? I guess it depends on... Yes, but it, it didn't seem to possess anybody. So maybe he, it has to possess re- somebody in he, order to leave the box. Yeah, it's, but if he 
removed the stuff from it, and it was trapped in there, and he opened the box, and they say don't open the box because it'll come out. And maybe skepticism helped him somehow. So, I don't know. It's you just never weird know. Because, because you would I think feel... that the, bo- the Dybbuk would be gone. It would be... You'd think, yeah, but I also gone. feel like it has to come into contact with that direct host in order to probably leave. That's probably why... I don't think so. If it's so easy for them to say, don't open the box. I know. I and know. then, if especially if you remove the things that were keeping it it's in there. It's just hard for me to believe you open it and it's just like... I think that's how it is. Okay. With some of those things. That's why it's kept in glass. It could be. Yeah, you're right, because they do keep a lot of that shit in fucking glass. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And any person that's around could possibly become the... I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe his skepticism helped somehow. I'm just saying... Maybe those true... it's true, that's one of some of the things that make it hard for me, because it just doesn't all flow very well. Yeah, no. It does not mesh. So... Ida, don't worry, listeners, she survived her stroke. Oh, okay. Yes. But other things started to happen all around Kevin Manis. His mama's stroke was just the beginning. Manis's family members did not like the box. His sister said the doors to the box would open and close all on their own, and huh. it really scared her. How can that do that, though? Then you'd think, like, this thing is just out and about, then, if it can just open its own goddamn doors. And it just keeps going back in. Why the fuck would it go back in? A... a a spirit like that is not like, going to oh, go back in. It wants to possess guys. a person. It exactly. was forced in there. It's not going to go back in. Number one priority for this motherfucking demon, top of the checklist, is possess human. Manus, you've never watched Supernatural. And it shows. <laughs> Tell me you haven't watched Supernatural without telling me that you never watched Supernatural. Uh, okay. So, anyway. Anyway. Kevin's siblings and himself all claim to see have the same reoccurring dream. And this oh, is what I was talking about like with this. it being a person that somebody might have known. Because this dream wasn't a dream. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And they all continued to dream of an old woman with sunken eyes. They had, like, the same dream of this woman. Hmm. Maybe she's the Dybbuk. Maybe. A malevolent spirit could be anybody that's pissed off enough. Yeah, true. In the afterlife. And maybe that's whose hair, because it was a woman, maybe that's whose hair was in the Dybbuk box. Manus's brother and sister-in-law would constantly complain of awful smells emanating from the box. Ooh. They claimed it reeked of jasmine and cat piss. Like, huh. gross. Could you picture cat urine and jasmine? I could. It's and like it's not good. taking a bath in perfume after not showering for a month. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> You know, yeah, like one yeah, of those yeah, showers yeah. you take with a fucking, and you're like, oh, <laughs> this is nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. that I, I've never not showered for over a month, you guys. That was an exaggeration. Oh, God, no. There's no way I could. But, yeah, no, that's disgusting. Anyway, at this point, his mom obviously didn't keep the box, and he couldn't pawn it off on the rest of his family because they didn't want the damn thing. So it resided in his furniture shop. A store employee's brother, so somebody who... keep it there? Yeah, I know. And he keeps it, like, in a really easy spot for it to be knocked. He's just... Yeah. So people could just come in... So is this, like, a store store where people come in and buy furniture? I think so. It's a shop and a store. So they can just come in and be like, oh, wow, this is such a pretty wine chest. And and just open it. Bam, possessed. Duh. Yeah. So... This store employee who worked for Manus, mm-hmm. his brother came to the shop once and accidentally knocked the fucking box off the shelf and it hit the ground. Like, why just... Not only would I not have the box out of reach, I would have it in the back room of the shop, Yeah, you know, yeah. in my little voodoo 
area well, where people be don't go. No, like, on display. It'd probably be in its own little glass case. It's you a know, furniture shop. People probably think it's for fucking sale. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah, they're opening it. Is this going to look nice in my home? Yeah. No, it will, but... It's not <laughs> it for <will>. sale. <laughs> I like the box. I think it's cool. Again. It is a pretty box. It's pretty. And like the inside I, a box of the box person. is very pretty. Yep. The, yep. the way the door is open, it's got layers. It's a very yeah. nice box. I like antiques too. I know. That's like antique. Oh yeah. I would love to have a Dybbuk. I'm going to look up a Dybbuk box and buy one. Maybe you'll get into this or maybe you already did because <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. My brain is gone. Um, do, do we know an age of the box? No. Okay. We only know, as far as I'm aware, as far as the history went back... Take that was, shit on Antiques Roadshow! ...was Manus claiming that it came from this woman who was yeah. a Holocaust survivor. Well, yeah, I know that, but, like, we just don't know. Like, I want to know. Take it on Antiques Roadshow, guys. They know how to I date know. stuff like that. I, yeah, maybe... has Did Zach not say anything? Because we'll talk shit, about that. I don't remember. I'll have to rewatch whatever that was. Yeah, but. it was on... It was on Quarantine. Their Quarantine. Yeah. It was a good series, guys. A lot of their stuff now is fucking dumb. Sorry. Well, we'll talk about it later, but, but Zach yeah. Baggins now... Baggins. He now owns... I can't help there, it no, now. There is a funny episode of this podcast I listened to, True Crime Obsessed, shout out. And they were talking about Zach Baggins because they were like talking about a bridge and they're like oh Zach Bagans probably owns it and then they <laughs> mentioned like Annabelle and she goes doesn't Zach Bagans own that and I was like no <laughs> listen to my episode yeah um but yeah they were like it's not like Bilbo Baggins it's Bagans and I'm well, like whatever <laughs> I think it's funny so I'm gonna say Baggins, Baggins. um uh, even though yeah it's not that we know we've talked about it on the podcast before that's not how you say it we joke about it all the time I mean come on it's fine yeah so, anyways, he owns the box. He bought the box from Jason Haxton that we'll talk about later. And um, he did open it, I think, like last year in quarantine or something. Yep. So, yep. and it's on his Ghost Adventures quarantine series. So, mm-hmm. and it is it's at the haunted museum. Is yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's at his haunted museum. So I thought because they were locked in there for mm-hmm. that thing. Back to where we left off. Sorry, we, again, went on a tangent. (laughs) Always do. But I would have kept it out of the way. So... Yeah, no. Don't keep that just fucking anywhere. Now, this is a little sad, you guys. Mm. The guy who knocked the box on the floor sadly died by suicide very very shortly after. Uh. And unfortunately, again, the store worker that was the guy's brother also died by suicide a couple years later. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which, awful. I mean, that's not completely unheard of. of, of sometimes when people suffer that type of uh, some trauma, just can't, it yeah. gets to them yeah. eventually. Yeah, I mean, your brother who you loved, you know, did yeah. that, and then, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, after all this craziness, Manus even had the audacity to try to give this thing to his girlfriend. Here, like, really, Heidi. Dude? Really? <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy Valentine's Day. I got you this beautiful piece of furniture. Honestly, I feel like it's a joke to him. And he Probably. keeps gifting this box to people for shits and giggles at this point. Well, like, ah, are you getting haunted? Ah, bitch, yeah. Yeah, because he's like, like a skeptic. He's like, nothing happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he does say things happen oh, to him. things do happen, yeah. So it's weird. Well, we'll get into that. I don't know, though. Like, if my boyfriend gave me that box, I'd be like, all right. I'd be like, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> let me build this case for it. I know. Forever. As long as he told her what it was, but I don't know. 
I feel like if you're in a relationship with this guy, I don't know how long they're in a relationship. He's yeah. bringing this box up. I know. I feel like it's somehow going to be like, oh, yeah, have you heard about the Dybbuk box? You would think. Well, a Dybbuk is the... Yeah. I just, I feel like that's probably how it would have gone. Well, the girlfriend gives the box back not too long after receiving it. They didn't elaborate on why, which is sad because I wanted to hear, but it's obviously yeah, probably like some happened. freaky shit that consequently freaked her out. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Like, fucking the door is opening on its own. Yep. Demon um, being smells, like, hello. Yeah. Want a party? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Let's get wild. Uh, after getting the box back, Manus claimed that he started seeing, wait, he started seeing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like reading my words in different order right now. Yeah, I do that. He claimed he started to keep seeing. That's why. It was a weird sentence that I wrote. It's uh-huh. just, he Sometimes claimed he happens. started yep. to see very often shadow things, quote, shadow things, out of the corner of his eyes and peripheral vision. Oh, I had one of those yesterday, actually. It happens to me a lot. It's the first time it's ever happened to me. And it creeped me the really? heck out, dude. Yeah. It, I, it's happened so much that not, that not too long ago, I think it was maybe last week, Gusty was even in the bathroom with me, and I even, like, I was... The door was open. I looked out the bathroom door. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, someone just walked by the door. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. It's, it's crazy. It's like, oh, wow. What I happened? see shadow figures all the time. It's it's weird. And it, it's not just people shadow figures. It's animals, too. It's weird. Mine was with an animal. Like, Apollo was down here, but it was like, I looked over. Apollo was there, caught my peripheral, but then there was like a shadowy. It was weird. It yeah. was like, whoa. I what saw, did I just see, man? I saw Mitzi out of the corner of my eye one day when I still lived at mom and dad's after she had passed away, and I was like, what the fuck? Hey, Noodle, come on. Yeah. Haunt me, please. Get on it. Come on. <laughs> yup. This is where Kevin Manis and his surrounding people's part comes to an end. Kevin listed the box on eBay writing a very detailed description of the box and what had happened since coming into possession of it. So uh-huh. at least he, you know, made people aware. No, of course, but it's just a weird, like, buy my Dybbuk box on eBay. I know. You can no buy one haunted, it. You can buy haunted dolls on eBay. Oh, yeah. Which, I, you know what, I'm going to buy a haunted doll. I want I a lot like of haunted I feel like this room things. needs a haunted doll at least. I think I should wait until we build our house, though, because if I, I've already got spirits in my house, and I don't know if I should bring any other haunted items in there to piss those spirits off that are already in my house. Yeah, but you <laughs> never know about that new house. So, There's a new in there. You never know. My new house should be nothing because it'll be built from scratch. No, I know, but, like, land can still yeah. have residual things. I don't know. That land's not got anything. Not got anything. It's not got anything. <laughs> I know you it. Know My that. intuition had not told me. Uh. Although that, although that, there have been haunted things that happen in Mom and Dad's house, but that's in the house, I think, so. Well, yeah, you never know. You never know. So, anyway, that was in 2003 when he sold it. So, all this stuff happened within two years. Damn. He got it in 2001, yep. sold it in 2003. Damn. Crazy. And that's like him passing it along and people giving it right back. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. literally like this thing is super Instant. fucking on it. Get I definitely out. don't want it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And he was probably trying to give it away, too, because he didn't want it. Mm-hmm. In 2011, a man named Jason Haxton wrote a book on his experience with the box as he purchased it at some point after Manus. I believe he was... Uh, the second person after Manus. So there was Manus, then a guy in between, and then Jason Haxton that owned it. Okay, so it's just being bought and sold and bought oh, yeah. and sold and bought yeah. and fucking sold. Haxton is who ends up selling it to Bagans. And I'm, see, I'm going to come back to that because I feel like with Zach 
Baggins, Baggins, however the <laughs> fuck you want to say it. Love Bilbo. you. Um, I like that he does own things like that. Yeah. Because it's not just being passed off and sold and, and, and moved People disrespecting around. it. Exactly. And, respect, and he know. has a lot of things like that that mm-hmm. he is studying and keeping safe. So. Yeah. I'm okay. Although sometimes he's not respectful. As we've no, seen in no. his shows. He goes in and Don't insults spirits. Don't fucking provoke things. Stop Why are we provoking them? things? Be yeah. nice. Like, they're already dead. You don't have to be an asshole to them. Exactly. Like, seriously, exactly. you catch more flies with honey, honey. babe. Like, uh, babe. Up, up. <laughs> My babe. Yeah, your babe. I don't want that That's babe. the only time I'm fangirling about him this episode. I've done very good, guys. <laughs> so... In just a couple short months after receiving his purchase, this is Jason Haxton, he started having some shit happen to him as well. Okay. He started having recurring nightmares, if that ah, sounds familiar. This happens often. It's about to get even more familiar. In his recurring nightmare, he too was haunted by an old woman with yep. hollow or sunken eyes. Yep. The InputMed.com also mentioned something about bleeding eyes during the time that Jason had the box, but I have he no further... He had bleeding eyes? I have no further details on it. My oh. imagination went straight for Jason having the bleeding eyes like you see in TV shows and movies. Like, oh, yeah, what's up? I've seen someone with a bleeding eye before. It's really nice. Oh, it's bad, yeah. It's not a uh, pleasant thing to see. No, and it's bringing me back to it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was in the dream. Maybe that was added. Like, she had bleeding sunken eyes. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be crazy if the box gave him fucking bleeding eyes. Yep. Whew. There have been three movies total made about the box, one of which being Sam Raimi's The Possession, which came out in 2012. Both Kevin Manis and Jason Haxton consulted on its production, of course. Oh! Since then, it's become kind of hokey for me. I hate to say it, but it's a little hokey. Hey. Now, Jason Haxton did say that while they were doing production of the film... There was some sort of a light that he was underneath that exploded or something, and then something else happened that wasn't... They weren't using the box in the movie. No, they weren't. It was not even in the vicinity, as far as I'm aware. because we're doing a movie movie about the Devic box, things are going to happen. Of course. It's going to get him more publicity for his movie. Publicity? Yeah, publicity. (laughs) Publicity. Publicity. Yeah, 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 so that's what's happening. I, and like I said, it starts to get a little hokey. Unless, I mean, it's just the movie itself is haunted, like The Exorcist or Poltergeist or something I like that. I think it's just Hollywood that's haunted. Yeah, like... The, we it, talked about I the sets and things like that. It's probably more something like that yeah. than like, oh my God, we're doing a movie based on a Dybbuk box. Yeah. The Dybbuk box is sending its energy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So we've done that twice I, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're gonna just do a whole windbag. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear that, guys? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so both men, Jason and Kevin, ended up benefiting and profiting from this whole Dybbuk box yeah, thing yeah. in general. Yeah, of course. From the movie they helped with, and with Haxton being the main beneficiary. After being the main consultant on the movie and having writing written the book on it. So mm-hmm. he's got the book, he's mm-hmm. got the movie. He's getting royalties out the asshole. Not only that, but hear this, guys. This is, this pissed me off, okay? Because it's like this huge lore or whatever. Okay. But Manus claims that being the creative person he is, he fabricated the entire thing. 
entire thing, down to who actually sold it to him. The woman being an attorney, just a regular old attorney, not the daughter of a Holocaust survivor. Okay. All the way to him being the person who made the carving in the box and put the items he claimed to find in the box. Bullshit. And I'm like, I'll tell you my theories on it in a minute, but it pisses me off, okay? So he just wants more credit. Then being, you know, I just don't even. I, well, let's see. So he, this is a quote straight from Kevin Manis. Oh, God. Okay. And it was a post he made on Facebook on October 25th. I'm sorry, 24th, 2015. He says, I am the original creator of the story of the Dybbuk box, which appeared as one of my eBay posts back in 2003. The idea that Dybbuk boxes have some kind of history prior to my story. <laughs> he sounds like a pompous asshole. Yeah. Honest. And the idea that a Dybbuk box could contain anything other than a Dybbuk, along with any deviation to the type of contents I created to be found inside the Dybbuk box, is laughable at best. How about this? If you or anyone else, he's so threatening, like, fuck you, I'm sorry. He's still alive, but seriously, I don't like it that much. <laughs> How about <laughs> don't come for us, though, please. <laughs> if you or anyone... I'm sorry, this is a mean way to talk to somebody. Be nice. Or don't That's say anything true. at all. Lead with Fuck. kindness. Yeah. Lead with kindness. How about this? If you or anyone else can find any reference to a Dybbuk box anywhere in history prior to my eBay post, which, to give him credit, I have not, I'll pay you $100,000 and tattoo your name on my forehead. Wow, that's a lot. Like people, he's he's pissed off that people are running with the story, but oh, he's like so convincing. Mine, I wrote everything about Dybbuk boxes. You guys know nothing about Dybbuk boxes. I am the Dybbuk box. (laughs) I'm the Dybbuk motherfucker. (laughs) He probably is. You know that first fucking Dybbuk that opened. Fuck it, he let it out. Got possessed by that fucking Dybbuk, and he's like, "All right, this is how we're gonna make money off the Dybbuk," and it was all just the Dybbuk. So, my two theories on this is either one, that's the truth and the story has the most disappointing ending ever, (laughs) so anticlimactic, or Manus was jealous that he didn't first think of writing a book on it before Haxton and is trying to get some sort of extra credit, book deal, or something for his own by claiming to have been the mastermind behind the entire 11-year Dybbuk Debacle. It's like he's trying to trademark Dybbuk. Yeah. Like, which, like, I would the like. The story is mine, so you wrote a book off this. You made a movie off this. You are using this in your TV show, Zach Bagans. I get money for all of this because I trademark Dybbuk. The story yeah. is mine. I want to believe I think it's he's lying. the latter. I want to think that he, he did, these things did happen to him, and he's yep. trying to take yep. it all for his own credit. Yep. That's what I think. Yep. That's what I would like to believe as an enthusiast of the paranormal, of course. But I swear <laughs> to God, I swear to the gods that, that Zach Baggins in the show or whatever, there was another Dybbuk box. There Maybe are more Dybbuk boxes, I feel. I Upon my research, like I said, I couldn't find anything. We'll have and to rewatch it. I wonder if maybe Zach did that just to prove that guy, like, hey. Give me $100,000 and tattoo my fucking name fucking on your forehead. Dude, I wonder if he's Zach. I don't know. Oh, my that God. stupid spelling of Zach. Sorry. Z-A-K. Dumb. Or Z-A-C, sorry. No, it's Z-A-K. Is it? You don't know how to spell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's my boyfriend. It's Z-A-K. 
both of those are kind of dumb ways to spell it, honestly. But well, all I knew is the AC, so that feels more natural yeah. to me. Oh, if you know it, then it's natural. Well, yeah, I grew up with a kid, and his name, yeah, it was spelled ZAC, so it just feels more normal. But like, I don't know, ZAK. I've never seen a Zach that way. It's probably like a Zachariah. Maybe. Or something. I wonder. I'm curious, because I, I thought, like, his name was just Zach. I wonder if it is short for something. Well, besides Zachary, it could be Zachariah. At me. Jenna yeah. underscore O. Baggins. O-H-H-H. <laughs> oh, Baggins. Yeah, no. Jenna O. Baggins. Oh, God, that sounds so Irish. Jenna O. Baggins. Sorry, no. <laughs> Jenna O. Baggins. No, just, just at my Instagram, Jenna O. Let me know, because I'm curious if it's short for something. Yeah. I'm sure it is. We could probably just look it up on Google. What's no, Zach Baggins' for full name? Wikipedia him before. I'm sure, but yeah, but you could because they, they usually have their like full names too. But I'm pretty sure it just says Zach Baggins. Well, I Baggins, don't know. whatever. In 2016, none other than Zach Baggins, like I said, purchased the box from Haxton. So he purchased it in 2016, mm-hmm. and it now resides in his museum, as we spoke about. And now I'm Googling what is Zach Baggins' full name. Please do, yeah, because I'm curious. I've read his book. I've looked at his wiki. Like, I feel like I've never thought about this before. Zachary Alexander Baggins. Baggins. How is Zachary spelled? Normal? Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y. So, so do you would, think it's a... It would, he should go do down to a C instead of a K. Yeah, well, it'd be like the regular spelling of Zach. Or, no, I guess... Yeah. I, no. I don't understand the weird. spelling of how they, like, shorten Zach anyway, because it's all usually Zachary, so why are they shortening it weird? I don't know. But. I don't know. That's but now you know. Name. If you don't know, now you know. So, here we go. Zach opened the box and claimed that after opening the box, he heard the words Kevin, referring to Manus, and a girl's voice saying evil. I don't know if that was captured in the quarantine episode when he did open the box. I feel like it is. I feel like it sounds really familiar. I'm going to have to, like, try to go on and watch it somehow. It's on fucking Discovery Plus. Which I don't have. I don't have it either. So, never mind. (laughs) Good luck. I'm all mad. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So, Post Malone, my posty boy... I love Post Malone. Oh, yeah, he, like, did a thing with them. He visited it. He, uh, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, visited yeah. the yep. box at the museum, and after his encounter, bad luck befell him shortly after as well. Now, Shit. he didn't touch the box. Zach apparently was touching the box, and Posty put his arm on, like, Zach's shoulder or something. So it was and kind it, like, of indirect, an energy but, transfer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Zach apparently is very sensitive and can yeah, he's be a very good conductor to the mm-hmm. yeah. He's yeah. a conduit. Uh-huh. That's what he says. <clears throat> All right, him and his exorcisms he's been doing. <laughs> See, that's where you get me, dude. Like, don't be starting that. Shit. I like, know. Go back to where you were in Eastern State Penitentiary, just using fucking old school technology, awesome technology, and just trying new things. Like, you're not a priest. You were provoking, <laughs> but now everything is like, oh, this family is tortured, like demonic. It's not, right? not everything's fucking demonic. Why do we have to fucking go there? I know. Oh, I'm trying to be the Warrens. No, no, it's dumb. Even though his book was really good, so read his book. No. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it was written a long time ago, like before. <clears throat> oh my god, I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> my throat got so dry. It still is. Just, I should have just been like a chew and they would have never known. <laughs> they would have been like, oh, she sneezed. God bless you. Let me finish this episode so I can stop talking to you guys because <laughs> oh, my shit. throat is fucking dry. All right. Even yeah, though I'm drinking water, but I have to cough really bad. So let's go. Okay. Post these weird stuff that happen. 
He was in a car accident not too long after. That always happens. He was on a plane that had to make an emergency landing. Holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. His home in the San Fernando Valley was broken into. Damn. All this stuff shortly after he visited the Dubok Bok. I feel like that's how it should be pronounced. The Dubok Bok. Like Like Sean Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's a good one to watch for Halloween? What? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I love that movie because it has Dorian Gray in it and like all these Ah, other things. It's got Captain Nemo. It's got Van Helsing, I think. It's got like all these people. So maybe I'll go home and watch that. There you go. Anyways, that is all I have for you today. You gotta go home and watch Seven. Yep, go home and watch Seven. Please let us know what you think of the Dybbuk box. Is it real or is it all fabrication? Have you visited it at the museum? Have you been to Zach Baggins Museum? If you have, you must dish on the dates. Yeah, please do that. (laughs) And now I'm going nuts. So anyways, you can follow us on YouTube. More than murder, do all the things like subscribe, bell, all that, leave reviews, iTunes, Audible, Facebook, anywhere really helps. Commenting, sharing, YouTube videos and social media posts also really helps. Sharing the page really helps because of algorithms and shit like that. So the more you interact, the more we will be seen. Simple as that. Nothing we can do about it. You can also follow us on Facebook at more than murder. Twitter at more than underscore murder. And Insta at more than murder pop. And if you have any ghosty experiences or true crime stories of your own, would love to have your own own guest episode with your name and the title. Hashtag Windbag Wednesday. Hashtag Windbag Wednesday. It would be your own special guest episode of MTM. You the star. Email us at the Gmail and let us know, please. We love those. They're fun. They're, they're, you know, loosey goosey. Whatever. So, so, so loosey. Like today times ten. Yeah, exactly. Ray can testify. We had a ball last time. We were yeah, just laughing yeah. and laughing. So, email us that at morethanmurderpod at gmail And if you just want to let us know what you want to hear coming up in the next season which i'm just gonna call our years seasons, seasons. i think it's a good idea so yeah. year one is season one we're gonna yeah. enter season two, two. soon Yay. so please let us know what you'd like to hear we love you as always thank you so much as always for listening come to the twisted tales of horror there's still two weekends left yes. friday saturday 7 to 11 p.m trick-or-treating is this weekend for your kiddos too. yep free trick-or-treating saturday two to four this Saturday, the 23rd, which is the anniversary One of our podcast. When we launched, baby. Send us messages and Facebook posts and stuff. And, uh, yeah. So, that's all I have. Keep your eye out for our Hinsdale snoop. And we will see you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.